I'm Jackie. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to The Witching Hour. The Witching Hour is a little extension of Dumb Witch Club where we give you a witchy quickie. What that is, is we take a big topic, break it down into bite-sized pieces, and we have a little sip of something to drink Yeah, and it. this part, it only takes a couple minutes when we babble about things we don't know about <laughs> and wine, etc. Um, we babble about things we don't know about. Yeah, so it's just, you know in there. See? You should add that to the description. Ooh. It smells good already. It does. So this is beautiful. This is obviously French because it's all written in French. Mm-hmm. And I don't... Chateau des Fabres. Yeah. So it looks really good. It's French rosé. That's all you need to know. Yeah. So let's... Oh my god. Oh my god. This is so good. Is so good. Oh, it tastes like this is gonna sound bad because it doesn't actually taste like a bubble bath. Like it doesn't taste like soap. Oh, I know what you mean. But it tastes like a bubble bath feels. It does. Like you're just like, uh that is accurate. So good. (laughs) And it smells nice like a bath would smell, but like it doesn't taste like soap, like you said. Yeah, no, it just has this luxurious, it like coats the inside of your mouth. Does it say the, no. It doesn't say anything. It just says it's a prestigious estate in Nîmes in the south of Rome Valley. Yeah, so it comes from a specific region, so. Yes. Well, the Rhone Valley makes well good rosé, I guess. It certainly does, Evidently. if this is any <laughs> attestation. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It looks like a perfume bottle. It's so beautiful. Mm. Did I already say that? It really is. And it has one of these cool, like, glass tops. Gorge. Amazing. I love it. Okay. So. Yeah. We're going to keep drinking that. Yeah. For this witching hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's different. We're doing something. Um, she knows what we're doing, but she doesn't know everything about it. I hold the power. Um, okay, so this is... I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> sorry. Like, um, no. Don't be scared. Um, no, and I'm not even sure exactly what we're calling this, but yeah. this is a... Um, oh, yeah, we didn't think about We'll have a better name by the time this comes out. Yes, but um, basically what's going to happen right now is we picked a celebrity. Yeah. She actually picked the person. I did. And I looked up their chart data, which she does not know. I do not know. So we're going to reveal and discuss. I love this. This is fun. Yeah. And so we're kind of like planning. The plan was to stick to kind of like maybe the big three. But Ascendant is really hard to find out for a lot of celebrities because yeah. they don't publish their time of birth. No. So the best that we could kind of do was um, Sun and Moon. Yeah. And maybe if something else seemed relevant, uh, like Mercury, for example, in this case, I thought it seemed relevant. So, who is the celebrity? It is Greta Gerwig. Okay, so why did we pick Greta Gerwig? Because she's freaking amazing. She is amazing. She's um, kind of big right now, specifically. Um, Hi, Barbie. Yeah, director of the Barbie movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Also directed a lot of other amazing movies. Lady Bird. Love that um, movie. Her adaptation of Little Women is incredible. Incredible and amazing. Um, Her... She's acted in a lot of yeah. movies as well. Yeah. Um, Frances Ha, if you've never seen that, mm-hmm. you should watch it. That's it's pretty so crazy and funny and fun. Um, anyway, she's fantastic. Yes, we love her. So I discovered that her birthday is August 4th. 
1983. Oh, wow, interesting. Okay. So that puts her sun in Leo. Mm-hmm. And her moon is in Gemini. Wow. Okay. Yeah, let's let's think What about are your this. first thoughts here? Well, first of all, when you discovered that she was a Leo, you were probably like, yeah. Of, of course. <laughs> of course. <she> <laughs> You were so so happy about that. No, I was. And I also do think it's very apropos considering that this Mm -hmm. summer, Mm -hmm. which was, you know, Leo season and the Venus in Leo and the retrograde and all that stuff that we've been talking about and hot human summer, summer. um, that her movie was like the biggest blockbuster, like drove the cinematic financials um, of the entire summer. Totally did. So I'm like, yes, Leo, get it. Yeah, totally did. It, it, it's the aesthetic and the vibe for the entire season. And that is also very Leo. Amongst everyone, too. Like, mm-hmm. all different ages, all different crowds, all different, you know. And, at the same time, was extremely polarizing. Now you're for, talking about a moon and Gemini influence. Actually both. Yeah, probably. Yeah, actually both. True. Right? But it's the combination. It's that's the what combination. We're about. It's the combination. And I think the... Yeah, wow. That moon in Gemini, that's really interesting. Like it makes me it makes me think about how she thinks about things. Like how she processes emotions and things that come up for her. Mhm. Which I think as an artist, um mm-hmm. speaking of her, I right. mean, um and specifically a director mm-hmm. and actor, but specifically the director part. Yeah. Um you know, when a director makes a movie, they are written all over every part of the movie. Oh, yeah. And I think when you see, like, Ladybird and the way that she adapted um, Little Women, yeah. um, there is this outward communication of yes. internal strife. Yes. And, you know, I think in Bar- Barbie it comes in in a different way, too. It's more of, like, the, you know, societal, societal patriarchal thing. level, which obviously yeah. is still super valid and contributes to your internal world. So, Absolutely. but you're right. I think the polarizing thing is kind of both of those combined. That Leo expression, yeah. that Leo confidence to express. Yes. But then combining with that Gemini almost urgent need to express yes. that depth. And in a in such a creative... Yes colorful yeah yeah just it's such an interesting way and such I mean for someone to take on sort of an iconic thing like institution basically like Barbie yes like you would really have to know like you're gonna do a good job at this like you would have to know or you're not gonna do that because okay she knew, like, this is this is going to cause some reactions. And this is where you see her Mercury in Virgo. Oh, my goodness. It comes right in. It's like, I know how to communicate this well and properly. I'm going to tie all the knots. I'm going to dot all the I's. I'm going to cross all the T's. And I'm going to give you this. Which she really did. She really did. And the people who actually bother to consider it and look at it objectively and mm-hmm. really like, kind of put their biases aside and see the messages that are being delivered in it will understand that it it is for everyone and it is not marginalizing any groups of people or genders or anything it is a statement that is meant to to criticize what you know 
everybody deals with. Yes, and the under. harm that's done to everyone uh-huh. under those yeah. structures. Absolutely. So, anyway, I wow. think this was pretty fun. And I think this is a way that you can start to piece together astrology mm-hmm. in action yeah. with people, whether you know them personally or not. And yeah. you kind of can start to get to know how these energies interact in a person. Yeah, it's it's a great kind of like exercise to do if you're sort of trying to like test yourself out and see can you make these connections and yeah it's fun so I think we'll be doing a little more of this so we'll see who our next victim is next time thanks Barbie (laughs) 